what it was on. Um, so what I was just saying was we've just finished our series on being blessed to be a blessing. Last week, Carenza did a talk on what that looks like in the workplace. And I recommend if you haven't listened to that talk to have a listen because it was brilliant. Um, but today we're starting a new season just for August. We're going to look at what it is to love God with all our heart, soul, mind and strength. And we're going to be digging deeper into that verse over August. Um, but today we're going to particularly look on what is it to love the Lord our God with all our heart. So I'm going to, we're going to, I'm going to sit down, we're going to watch a video which is taken from John 12. Um, and it's about when Mary anoints Jesus at Bethany. One day, Jesus and his disciples went to Bethany. Jesus had friends who lived there. Lazarus and his two sisters, Mary and Martha. They were all very excited to see Jesus. They prepared a dinner in Jesus' honor. Martha served, and Lazarus ate with Jesus. Then Mary took a jar of really, really, really expensive perfume and poured it over Jesus' feet. When she was finished, she wiped Jesus' feet with her hair. Mary did this to show how grateful she was to God for sending Jesus to them. The perfume smelled so wonderful, the whole house was filled with its fragrance. But Judas, the disciple who would soon betray Jesus, was not happy. That perfume was so valuable. It cost a whole year's worth of pay. We should have sold it and given the money to the poor. Judas didn't really care about the poor at all. He was a thief, and since he was in charge of the disciples' money, he often stole some for himself. Selling the perfume would mean more money for him. Judas was selfish and ungrateful, but Jesus defended Mary. Leave her alone. She is doing this because she understands what is about to happen to me. She is showing me great honor while she can, while I'm here. She won't always be able to do this. Mary was grateful, and that helped her do a great thing for Jesus. So, in this story, we see that Mary does this really lavish act of love. What does it mean for us to love God lavishly? We know that in the Bible, it tells us that he lavishly loves us. So it says in 1 John 3, see what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. So I just want to ask you this question. What is the thing that you treasure most? I want you to just think about that, because I would like some feedback on what thing you treasure most. Your family. Anyone else want to shout out something? Good one, Emily. (laughs) Your phone. Yeah. So there's a particular discrepancy over roses that if she was running away from home, (laughs) her phone is what she would take. 
Has anyone else got anything that they would take? There's no right or wrong because it's your perspective on this. So, Anything else? You what? Your van. <laughs> David loves his new camper van. Anything else? Your wedding and engagement ring. Oh. <laughs> Not Andrew, just the rings. It's good to see what you're treasuring. Right. So all these things are great, aren't they? I was thinking about what do I as a person treasure. Um, one of the things that I really treasure is quality time with people. So this week, I've been making the most of having three kids at home. Making the most of having three kids at home uh, while the school holidays are on. And so each day, I've been spending some quality time with a different child. Um, it takes three days to get round them all. And um, we've been doing different activities, and I've let them decide which activity they want to do. So we've done some painting, haven't we? We've painted a money box. We've played Scrabble and chess. I've played photosynthesis. Um, we've done some sticking on a geometry picture, which I don't recommend if you're a perfectionist doing with a child. Um, but that was also a good one. And next week, we've got some plans to visit Hickory Smokehouse and go swimming. Um, so anyway, quality time is some, uh, one way that I love to show people that I love them, but also how I like to be loved as well. We've also recently bought a canoe, and um, we were on a family holiday a couple of weeks ago in the Lake District with David's extended side of his family. And so we took our canoe and paddleboard, and um, we took them out on the lakes. And that was really good because we had fun playing on the river. But if we'd have kept the paddleboard and the canoe to ourselves... We wouldn't have had as much fun as we did sharing them with the kids' cousins and with their auntie and uncle. And this is just a couple of pictures of us having fun in the lakes on the rivers. Sometimes, like sharing, actually, sharing our treasures releases fun. We couldn't quite convince grandma to get on them, but the rest of us still had fun paddling away. Mary, in the story, she didn't hold back her treasure. So in the Bible, it says that she poured half a litre of nard, and it's actually called spike nard, on Jesus' feet. Now, I don't know what you know about spike nard. To be honest, when I was looking at this verse, I didn't really know a fat lot about spike nard. Um, it's not a perfume that I've seen for sale in the shops. But it, at the time, it was an incredibly uncommon perfume. It was so uncommon that you would only normally use it for kings or nobilities. Anyway, this perfume came all the way from India, and it was dried to this like lard-like substance. And this was quite a lengthy process, because it had to be imported from India, and this was before planes, or boats, or cars, or boats with engines, if you like. And so, sorry, they did have boats, but not boats with engines. And so it had to make this little journey all the way from that bit of grass in India all the way to Bethany. So even just taking that into consideration shows how expensive this gift was. She didn't just anoint his head, though. It says in the story that she anointed Jesus' feet. She used half a litre and she pulled the whole lot onto his feet. 
Now, I find this really interesting because at this time, they didn't wear socks. Feet were really the, you know, the dirtiest part of people's bodies. They weren't the most precious part of their bodies. And yet, she took this expensive gift and poured it all over Jesus' feet. Why did she pour it over his feet and not his head? But it says in Isaiah 52, verse 7, it says, How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation and say to Zion, Your God reigns. You see, I think she did it on his feet because knowing this verse, she thought Jesus was beautiful. She thought his message were beautiful. And the feet represented the message that Jesus was bringing. You see, what we know if we read before this in the Bible is that actually Jesus had already resurrected Lazarus, who was Mary's brother, back from the dead. He'd brought him back to life. And so to Mary, Jesus and his message were so precious. She also used her hair to wipe the perfume with. Again, this is a really interesting use. You wouldn't normally come across a lady at this time wiping their hair. I mean, to be honest, I haven't seen this either. I don't know whether you guys have ever experienced a bloke um, having his hair rubbed with some woman's hair. I've never seen this happen. Um, But it was a great act of humility because at the time, hair in those days symbolized a woman's glory and honor. And so the fact that she took her hair and wiped his feet was showing such humility that she offered the best gift that she could give him and did it in the most humble way she could. Loving God with all our heart means don't treasure what you have, but use what you have to treasure him. You see, Mary could have held on to that perfume because it was a treasure, but instead she used her treasure to show Jesus how much she loved him. As Matthew 6, 21 says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I have found that the more I offer to God, the more things I offer to him, the less things have a hold on me. And one of the things I'm learning to treasure and love God with is my time. I mentioned that I love quality time and that I'm doing that with the kids, but I also love to wake up every day and the first thing I do is spend time with God. I read the Bible. I sometimes, I just sit still, even if it's just for a couple of minutes, and I just sit with God. I don't say anything. I don't list any prayer requests. I just sit with him because I'm learning that because I love quality time, that it's a good way of showing God how much I love him, that I can just sit and be with God without any agenda. It's a way of me showing him how important he is to me. And God's message to me in that time is, do less, accomplish more. Now, that might seem like a paradox to do less and accomplish more. But what I found is that when I come to God, when I draw my identity from him, when I sit with him, I am then told what the day is for. From that place, I know that I don't just have to be busy doing everything that comes up, that actually God helps me learn what is the important thing over that day. And like I said, one of the things that God has told me is important to do in August is to actually spend time with my children. So, 
when we read this story, it's interesting that not only is Mary and Jesus in this moment, but the rest of the people around them smell the aroma. I mean, if you imagine half a litre of perfume being poured out, that's going to be a pretty strong aroma. And everybody in the room smells it. And we see Judas's reaction to it. He doesn't like it. He's like, this money could have been spent on the poor. But actually, I find that when I love Jesus, that creates a beautiful aroma in my life. That when I spend time with Jesus, actually, he pours love into me and I'm able to love other people. And there's this sense that as we love God, he creates this aroma to those around us as well. It impacts the world around us. So I want you to think about what could you do this week to strengthen your heart, to lavish love on God? Maybe you want to give him a gift or money or time or speak words of love to him. But how could you journey towards loving God with all your heart? Maybe the thing that you thought of earlier, one of your treasures, is a way that you could use to love God. Maybe there's something to give up to make more room for him, to show him that you love him. See, I wondered why, why did Mary have all of this nard? What was that stored up for? And the Bible didn't tell us why she had all this, although it did say that Jesus said it was intended she should, that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. And so there's a sense that maybe she didn't know why she was storing up this nard, but actually Jesus knew, and it became clear in that moment what that treasure was for. So maybe what you treasure is intended to be used to love it, lavish love on God. So the question I want you to think about as I end now is, how could you journey towards loving God with all of your heart? And in response to this, I've got here some hearts and some pens. And I thought it'd be great on one side to write just a reason that you love God. Say some words that show love to God. And then on the other side, to just think about how could you show God that you love him this week? It could be you want to wake up in the morning and just be still with God for a few minutes. It could be that you want to give some money away. It could be that you want to pour some perfume somewhere. <laughs> you get to work that out with God. So we've got some pens and some hearts now. Um, I'll get some people to bring round those to you. But if you could start writing on the front and back something you love about God and how, a way you might treasure him this week. And then what we're going to do is once you've done that, I've got a little treasure box here. We were going to put them on string around the church, but actually I feel like this is quite a personal and private thing. So we're just going to put them in a treasure box. We're going to say this week we are treasuring God. And um, so I'm going to put the treasure box here. And when you've finished as a response, feel free to come and put your heart. No one's going to read it. Um, they'll be kept private and they'll, yep. Don't worry about that, but just put them in the box. <laughs> Great. Okay, so 